Welcome to episode 17. Episode 17, we are back. It might not have felt like we've been away for a while because our podcast has been coming out a little bit, you know, smoothly and efficient, but it has been a little while for us. You've been away for a little bit, Karen, traveling through Australia, saving us from the bushfires. Yeah, I um, did my part. I drove right past them. Nice, very nice. But you did get a bit of a spotting of the bushfires, some of the uh, smoke? A lot of the smoke, mm. but none of the, uh, the actual fires. And yeah, like they close off all the major roads to get to them. So yep. you're only going to see maybe a spot fire somewhere like random. But yep. yeah, anyway. One of the guys from my work actually flew down on Tuesday through to Wednesday um, to help out the fires in Sydney. Okay, Actually cool. flew down no, and good took on. out a car, like a five-hour drive to go out there. So nice. I, shout I, out to him. Yeah, I wouldn't know how to help. He actually I, sometimes I listens to our podcast things. as well. So ah, if he is listening, he knows who he is. Um, very good stuff. Nice. Today's nice. podcast is about dreaming. 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 So not dreaming as in a goal state. It's dreaming in a, you go to sleep, you start doing some dreams. That's what it means. Cool. Um, before we get to it though, me immortal moment. Yep. Do you have one for us? Um, not anything crazy, I suppose. Just, um, you know, take take stock of where you are right now. Um, mm. You know, try and take those little moments because uh, I noticed a couple of things during my trip of, of how things are changing. Yep. Um, both in, like, Australia and in my own personal life. And, you know, some of these changes can't be stopped, but uh, you can sometimes see bad things on the horizon or mm. better things, so... You know, take a stock of where you are and, and appreciate where you are, um, even whether it's going to get good or worse, better or worse. You know, it's uh, just nice to, to see where you are sometimes. Yeah. So, yeah, that's mine. For me, me immortal moment of the week, I gave into a lot of emotional responses this week. Oh. I had quite a few amygdala responses oh. uh, that came in and I reacted to them very quickly. And it wasn't until, you know, neocortex sort of came, came up a little time afterwards. I was like, oh, you probably shouldn't have said that. You shouldn't have reacted this way. So I thought, okay. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. Another thing actually that I learned was I listened to my podcast at about 1.2 to 1.5 normally. Yeah. And I actually had, I was talking to someone and they mentioned that you, Karen, speak at a nice, consistent pace, good for listening. But I speak <laughs> at a very quick pace. Yeah, yeah. At almost like if I was at a 1.2 to 1.5, like I'm saying that, that's a fast pace. Yeah, for sure. So that's another one I was like, okay. When we do the podcast today, I'll be a little bit more meticulous in the things that I want to explain, but maybe a little bit quicker when we're talking about general things or general stories. Uh, I wouldn't although change I, it up too I've, much. Although I've noticed that I do talk quite fast. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, Whether sure. it's Spanish or in English. For sure. Yeah. No, but that, that's, uh, that's how it is. I it mean, is. It's part of your charm. Exactly. Oh, part of the charm. Oh, indeed it is. Now, today, we are not sponsored by Coke. We have Thank you, a change-up, Slurpee. We're going to start doing a couple... Of, I'm on the, on the Slurpee diet now for the next yeah. couple of weeks. It's actually um, a strategic part to get sponsorship. Mm, so exactly. We're, we're pitting them against each other. I believe you're. I believe this month you're doing no sugar. No sugar for me. Yeah. I'm doing extra sugar. So <laughs> okay, good. We'll see we're how it goes. The world is balanced out. Exactly. It's is, all good. As it should be. Now, <laughs> dreams. As always, sub the description. Good. Then we'll go into a little bit of some stats, some failures that we have, and then some stories. So first of all, dream... A series of thoughts, images, and sensations occurring in a person's mind during sleep, but not at, you know, we're not talking about it, not a, a cherished aspiration. So just dreams yeah. when you're falling asleep through what you would call REM sleep um, or you're deep sleeping. Yeah. So we're not really going to be talking about those layers of sleep, but I know that you yourself keep, I think it's logs. You've, you've logged dreams before. You yeah. seem to have yeah. quite hyper-realistic dreams. Uh, you remember them really well, as compared to me, who yep. I barely even remember, nor that I know that I'm dreaming <laughs> once in a blue moon. And you've got some pretty good dreams that, that come along with it. So yep. I guess some of my failures, I can barely recall the dreams. Like I just really cannot. Um, I reckon once a month of that, I can recall that I've had a dream. Yeah. Maybe like when I wake up, I think about it, but not typically. Because for mm. you, you almost remember dreams from every day. Well, it, it's a process. So I've, the very first thing I got mm. into that intrigued me about dreams was lucid dreaming. Mm. And it was, it was one of those uh, infographics like that I saw. Mm. So one of those things where it's like, I guess someone's got information and they put it in a really easily digest- digestible form where mm. it's like almost like a comic book strip. Yep. Um, and so I, I learned about day, um, lucid dreaming from that. And lucid dreaming is the, 
the I guess the mental aspect of, of waking up in a dream, mm. turning on consciousness in a dream. Because normally, when you're in a dream, you you're just going with the flow. Like there's no, I guess like critical thinking. Maybe you critically think of like, oh, I'm gonna do this in the mm. dream, but there's no like step back and realizing, okay, I'm flying with unicorns here. Something's <laughs> a bit different than uh than normal. Yep. Uh, so I got into that, and one of the first things I read about it was you're not you're never going to be able to lucid dream unless you remember your dreams because mm. you could be doing it right now but you just forget it every time you wake up yep, fair. Uh, and so they said it's uh, a trainable thing and basically in the mornings you just have to as soon as you wake up just mm. log it you write it down somewhere yep. and actively like maybe sit on your bed for two three minutes mm. and just trying to recall yeah, so i think really i cemented. think you'd, i think you'd be able to but i know from from me it took probably like three three weeks maybe yep. of constantly doing that until i started remembering like consistently one dream a day and i think after like a month of meticulous mm. and this was a couple of years ago um, when i first got into it yep. i was able to re- recall like four to six dreams a night it was getting crazy it was like getting too much i was spending <laughs> 15 minutes 20 minutes each morning typing out Putting each in, dream yeah. and it was getting too much it was like okay i got i gotta let it go. tame this back a bit yeah now i can remember yeah, like one or two dreams, but that is because I'm I'm keeping a log yeah, um, okay. and writing it down. So a couple of stats before we go into that lucid dreaming. Um, roughly, we have about four to six dreams a night. So from mm-hmm. what you're saying, if you, you're trying to recall all these dreams and you're spending half an hour, it's probably not going to be the most efficient time. No, no. Roughly, you know, people dream about four to six times, but we forget about up to 95% of the dream after a couple of minutes. So that's essentially what's probably happening with me. I'm yep. not recalling it. I'm not thinking about it. It's not something that I'm like really putting much thought into. Yeah. Yep. Uh, sure. The other one was like a typical dream lasts about five, 20 minutes. Which seems about fair. Although sometimes you'll have dreams which feel like they're going for ages long, and they feel hyper-realistic yeah. too. I don't know if you've also had dreams where, you know, you'll be thinking about it and it'll just feel like it's real life for sure. Not that you consciously know it, but you just feel like you're awake and you're in a pirate ship and that's just what's happening. Yeah, or yeah. someone perishes or gets hurt and just you feel like that angst from it. Yeah. And then you wake up and you're like, oh, actually that didn't happen. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so I've definitely had dreams like that. But when you say with lucid dreaming, I've tried it before. And I think the only time that it kind of successfully worked was the, I attempted to wake up at one in the morning well, yep. you, you forcefully wake yourself up at one in the morning, then you lay back down on your bed and you keep your eyes open, Yeah. but you let your body fall asleep and it's your brain switches from that conscious to subconscious, but you've you got to keep your eyes open. Yeah. And as your brain kind of switches off, you start to see almost like if you were dreaming. Okay. But I remember doing it for, but your body goes through sleep paralysis. So when that happens, yeah, your your brain turns off its body essentially, and so you can't move. Yeah, that's that's the so you've point got your, of like no return. I yeah, guess. Yeah, yeah. So you've got so essentially you're paralyzed. You got your eyes open, and then you start seeing just crazy things because your brain's just going haywire, doing whatever it wants. Yeah. And I remember there came a point where I could see someone sitting on the end of my bed. I could see like things happening <laughs> on the walls, Christ. and I was like. All right, that's it. I'm closing my eyes. This is, this is I'm done. I'm yeah. out. Okay, have so you, you could actually close your eyes. So that, you can close your eyes, yeah. yeah but it's okay. like everything else in your body, you can't move. Yeah. Have you ever? Have you I've, tried I've, something like I've that? I've never before? tried that because that's that's pretty extreme. Mm. Um, I mean, it's interesting. I'd I'd like to, but oh, man, I've I've got this obsession. Like ever since I saw a Joe Rogan podcast about, mm. um, he had a guy on who was like a, a sleep expert. Yep. And he was saying like just how bad it is when you get out of a sleep cycle and only get like three or four hours night asleep mm. um and it's like it's almost like unrecoverable you can't make up for it by doing a 13 hour sleep the next day yeah okay uh, yeah he reckons it's just like the mm. like negative effects of it um i think alzheimer's is really closely related to to getting like shit sleep yeah uh, okay and right yeah people mm. who you have like more of a a bigger percentage chance of getting Alzheimer's um, mm. if your sleep patterns are all messed up. Um, there's, yeah, for me personally, it just it just wrecks me. I can really see the difference between like five and seven hours sleep. So oh, yeah, I can, I, can, I can see the difference when it goes to below a certain point. So for me doing that, I'm sure would mess mm. me up for a while and I'm be like, oh, be like no, no, I don't want to do that. that. Yeah. So I wanted to ask you, so with your dream journaling, what do you think 
is a positive that you're finding from doing it? Because I mean, you've continued to do it now for how long? Uh, so I restarted doing it uh, probably a month and a bit ago, mm. so a month and a half maybe. Yep. Uh, I think my short-term memory is getting a bit better. Uh, I've been okay. no- mm. noticing recently, like the past, I guess, year, yep. that stuff that I could recall to mind really quickly, real easily, was just like uh, like that little bit in the distance, just, mm. um, just a bit too far. Uh, and I feel like it's helping me bring that in a little bit like i'm i'm able to remember some stuff that um not like maybe a, six months ago I, I would have just been like almost able to remember but yeah, not exactly okay. mm. uh so that um mm, I, that's the only real benefit i see at the moment like it's not it's not uh it's more like just me experimenting at the moment so i'm not meticulously like seeing how it's going to affect other parts of my life yeah um, but I am doing that with the aim of being able to lucid dream, um, mm. which I've done once before. Funnily enough, so um, I first tried doing this basically exactly the same as what I'm doing now, mm. um, yeah, like three years ago, and just had no success with it, did it for two months, and then I just like sort of let it go. Again. Let it go. Mm. Uh, and then I had randomly during my trip last year, I had a lucid dream um, mm. in uh, Mexico, Okay. This one yep. night had a lucid dream. I remember waking up in the dream. Nothing like no reason why I woke mm. up. Um, sort of happened. Yeah, I just realized, holy crap, I'm in a dream now. Mm. Um, I think I tried to experiment a little bit in it. Yeah. Uh, but when I woke up, all I re- really remember was waking up in the dream. Um, and I think I tried to experiment some stuff, but then. Yeah, just with it's been a year now, so more than a year, so like the the memory of is a little bit of that as well as what well, drove you to do it in the first place? Then the whole thing. I'm just intrigued with mm. uh, how your brain can operate in different ways. Mm. Um, I suppose that's why psychedelics and and like certain drugs mm. have a interest for me. Yeah. Um, not that I've particularly experimented that with mm. them too hard, um, but but it's a notion of like you know they can have that yeah, altering that, effect of that. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Mm. Um, I think that'd be, yeah, I'm just intrigued with the way reality can mm. can be in different yep. states, I suppose. Mm. So, yeah, just a, a so, basic okay, curiosity. So if someone was wanting to get into it in terms of, you know, keeping a, a log journal of a dream, would you just suggest have a pen and paper yeah, next to them when they wake up? That's or, what I've been doing. Yeah. Um, I've, I've seen people doing it different ways. So I used to have a computer, mm. which I'd get up and put and start typing straight away yep. uh me personally now like having that bright light and and stuff in your eyes um it's probably not the first mm. like the nicest thing to wake up to yep and if you start doing that you're going to be able to start typing like a lot of your dream mm. and then you'll just be there for ages so <laughs> i just take like one sentence like a one sentence saying the rough outline of the dream mm. so like for instance last night was it was a massive sequence. I remember it was like huge, multiple different locations. Yeah. They sort of felt like different dreams, but then I remember there was like a little connecting point. Yeah, okay. Uh, yep. And I boiled it I down to like, I was Harry Potter or, or in the Harry Potter universe being chased by the Death Eaters and uh, Snape kept on saving me and I still hated him. <laughs> so that was like the the what, essence of it. One of, one of my most uh, uh, cherished cherished dreams of yours is the one you told us there was a tiger rushing you and he jumped on you and you had to strangle his balls oh, to, yeah, to get yeah, off yeah 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 so i was i was like steve and like with my binoculars looking at this tiger and this tiger was um laying down on the ground i still remember this because i've talked with you <laughs> and yeah it, it it got up jumped on me and i was freaking out mm. uh so i was sort of like laying flat on the ground and it was clawing at my i guess my ass yeah um and yeah, those balls were hanging there right in front of me. So I just grabbed them, squeezed them hard, gave it a good, uh, gave it a good tug. Yeah, and, and uh, uh, let go. Yeah, I'm, you know I'm not think... sure if it was from pleasure or from pain, but do you, you know, know what I think it helps? Out. What I think it helps out is when you explain dreams, you have to sort of retell them back in a story. Yeah, yeah. And when you retell back something in a story, that retelling of the story cements it more in your mind. Cause yeah, for sure. You've you've told us to us as a group of friends, the story, and all of us probably can remember that story now. And it's yeah. just a dream of yours. That you have to, it helps cement it yeah. a little bit in your mind. Plus it helps you sort of 
converse about it and recall it a lot of bit, yeah. little bit easier. You know what? Even just mm. speaking now, it's just made me think. I should start telling them like to my family and friends and make them into stories. Mm. Maybe you know keep the essential truth, Short but maybe mm. embellish them a little bit. And yeah. you know, I'd, I'd definitely work on my storytelling mm. if if I which, did which that. is a good aspect, right? Yeah, for sure, for sure. And I've got another one: recurring dreams. Because apparently 60 to 75% of adults who even knows about kids have recurring dreams. Mm. And I can recall having quite a few recurring dreams. I've got one in particular that I, I can remember, yep. um, which I haven't had in a while. Do you, do, have you had recurring dreams of any particular kind? Nothing comes up. My, mm. Mine are pretty varied. Um, okay. I've had one or two, like, um, like you was mentioning before, ones where you saw someone die or something in front mm. of you and you felt that reaction. Yeah. Um, I remember I've, I've had a couple where, um, I was with, a like a girl who was other than my girlfriend mm. and, um, I don't know, like acting inappropriately with mm. her. And then I sort of like took a step back afterwards and was like, Oh shit. Like what have I done? Yeah. You know, I've seriously like fractured our relationship mm. or, you know, ended it. Uh, and I think I've had that, maybe more than twice at least um, from what I can remember. Yep. Uh, but nothing, uh, I don't know if I've had like, you know, the falling ones. People mm. say that's a well, pretty that was another thing I, being I was, chased. Yeah, there was uh, that where it says people have been chased or fallen or, you know, being stuck or something like that. Actually, oh, I've been chased by animals. Now that yeah, I think about yeah. it, I've been chased by animals quite that, a few that, times. That's real life though. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah it's not even dreams. Because <laughs> I've had one, so when I was younger... And I can't remember when they stopped, but I had the weirdest thing where it was, I was in a single bedroom, like a single bed sort of bedroom with a single bed and it was hot in this room and it would be like I was in Mexico, like in the Mexican desert and there was sunlight sort of streaming through the, the window Yeah, and I would kind of be like stuck in the room, like I couldn't really move or if I could move it was slowly. And the closer I would get to the door to try to get out, because obviously in the dream I'm trying to get out, I would have like concentric circles in front of me of different colors and they would get like bigger and bigger and bigger and like there'd be more of them and more of them would sort of come close to my face. Yeah. And then it would be the closer I got to the door, there'd just be too many circles and then I'd always wake up before I opened the door. Okay. But I would wake up with like my head on the pillow and I would feel like a bit constrained in the dream. And when I woke up, it's because I had like my mouth on the pillow <laughs> and I had to like, like breathe. Jeez. Yeah. But I had that dream oh, like hundreds of times okay. when I was young, like yeah. hundreds and hundreds. And I was always like, what is behind this door? Yeah. yeah. And I never, never found out. Wow. But I had that dream easily. I reckon there would have been like a month where I had like that dream all the time. How, how young were you? Oh, I think it was in Colombia and when we came here. So it would be nine through to 12 or 13. Okay. So, wow. And it was, that was the only dream that I remember having a lot because it was the same one. So yeah. I'd always be like, oh, it's the same dream. It's the same dream. Same dream. Uh, yeah. So, okay. And I can't recall it tying back to anything either. Yeah. So. Okay. Uh, question for you mm. now. Do you dream in Spanish or English? Um, because I don't recall them that well. I think it's actually English. I don't think it would ever be Spanish, no. Yeah, okay. Although I do think in Spanish. Yeah. Sometimes. Okay. I still don't think dreaming... Because you've started dreaming in Spanish sometimes. I, I haven't... Like, it, it. the context of mm. the dream hasn't been in Spanish, mm. but I've spoken Spanish and had Spanish spoken to me in yep. the dream. Um, so, it's yeah, it's it's not like... I'm, I'm, it's, it's really hard to describe because it's like, you know, it's, it's not like you're you're thinking while mm. you're in the dream as well. It's just stuff is sort of happening. Happening to but you, it's, yeah. it's not like um, either I'm like an observer or I'm actually in it because it's sort of, yeah, for me it varies. Like I'll be just observing people doing stuff mm. or I'll be in it as myself or I'll be in it as different people. Yep. Um, and, yeah, it's not like I look at a building and I think, oh, ed- edificio. Like, it's it's more like, oh, it's a building there. You just so know it as the building. Yeah, yeah it's, it's not... It, I, yeah, I guess I don't think Yeah, you don't, in, in yeah, you don't think this much, yeah. Well, this is another thing from the recurring dreams. So, studying of uh, psychological facts, they you know, experts believe that recurring dreams um, is because a person has, hasn't dealt with unresolved conflict. Okay. 
So there is probably a door out there in a room that I just didn't open. Maybe <laughs> yeah, when I was yeah. like a four-year-old kid, I just didn't open the door and I was like, oh, this is frustrating me. I just never opened it. Yeah. But here's a good one. I came across this. So doing a study, uh, a bit of research on this, I'm like dreaming. Okay, well, there's a couple of things we can talk about because you've done your journaling. You know, there's a couple of things. But I'm like, how are we going to discuss a little bit more? How's it going to be further? Yeah. And then I came across this study. And I thought this would be pretty interesting to talk about because... There was a study from 2017 where they discovered, well, precursor to that, blind people dream. Blind people dream. So, uh, and they can see... So, so, I'll give you, so I'll give you this. So, objects or... So an individual who is born with eyesight then goes blind because of some reason. Yeah. They have proven that person, once they're blind, continues to have dreams. Yeah. That's fairly standard. I get that. Yeah. I understand that. Because you've obviously had eyesight. You understand conceptually what things are. You can put it together. Yeah. But that study in 2017, they actually found that people who, since birth, um, have been blind, can also also have dreams. And they can have visual dreams. Okay. Yeah. What they didn't get into is what that visual dream would look like. Because I was talking mm. about this to someone and I'm like, well, what would you see if you were blind from the very beginning? But yeah. still have visual dreams. So I thought, and they, I think it was, they were talking about it and they were trying to explain what it would be. Like, and it kind of just took like shapes. Like, yeah. oh, there's like a shape here and like this color thing here. But then they haven't really seen it. So it was, it was a bit of a strange concept. And I thought, well, there's a consciousness part of you, which is, you know, your day to day life. And obviously you're not seeing. Yeah. Is there a part of the subconscious that's still being able to perceive things for them to be actually dream dream that information mm. so i thought oh, okay that's a bit a little bit different yeah that, mm. that would be really hard to um what i what i'd be really interested in with that is um just how much the effect language plays mm. on on how they can communicate yep. because yeah obviously the without that visual stimuli stimulus they're relying on on how they perceive it and, and how they're going to describe it mm. so Perhaps in in cultures, um, you know, I'm I'm sort of thinking like maybe in, in cultures where there's a lot less sun, yeah. Um, say like you know Eskimos in Alaska or um, you know some of the Danish people or stuff, yeah. Maybe the the way their language is structured, uh, it's it's less visually communicative, I suppose, okay. and, and yeah, more yeah, about yeah. like your your inner emotions, your inner feelings mm -hmm. i would be really interested to see how like the blind people there described their dreams yep um compared to you know maybe like people in the center of the like around the equator. equator or something yep. where you know there's there's daylight all the time and something like that mm. because you're definitely um you're definitely restricted with your your language in in, that in, sort other, of in other things yeah. yeah so i think one of the things mm. from this this particular one so i'll read it um they're saying when a blind man is asked if he dreams the answer is immediate yes but if we ask him if he sees anything in the dream, the answer is always doubtful because he does not know what it is to see. Even if there were images and colors in his brain during the dream, how could he recognize them? There is therefore no direct way through the dream reports to evaluate the presence of visual activation in the dream of congenitally, generally, congenitally blind mm. subjects. Yeah. So they kind of, can I sum summarize that? The participants who are blind think they have visual dreams but they don't believe that they have visual dreams so they have some other form of what they believe is visual dreams that isn't what you or me would perceive as actually a visual dream mm. well i mean it it could I, I could definitely see it happening because mm. you know it's, it's probably like I'm, I'm not sure what percentage of blind people uh, are blind because their brain physically can't handle the information that's coming in mm. or if it's like you know the i guess the relay between the up what the eyes are taking in going up into the brain and it's like the optic nerve is cut or something yeah well then the, the next bit of this one was saying to actually do this finding and to figure out is a blind person dreaming or not without obviously like while they're asleep one of the things that they were doing was um they would check that the the REM sleep and your eye movements match what is a typical movement yeah, pattern for sleeping so yeah. that would be like okay well this person's currently between REM and awake stage they're in the right area they seem to be dreaming and they're experiencing all the usual patterns of dreaming so that's how they're saying okay this person's dreaming yeah and the patient would wake up and go okay 
Yeah, they are dreaming. Yeah. Do you know if they um, like scan the brain while dreaming and and saw if like the the, the same parts of the brain that, would light up? I yeah. don't know if they did or not. I think it did talk about a lot of the um, eye movement uh, in the individuals mm. that they sort of like replicated and were able to say, okay, well, there's one. Yeah. But as I was reading, I'm like, okay, if blind people can dream it's from from birth, I was like, okay, well, does that mean there's other times when you can dream? where you wouldn't think it. And this pointed to another story, uh, study, where they said uh, the author actually turned to another st- study of eye movement in individuals who have never experienced any visual input, and it's human fetuses. And it argues that if fetuses can dream, presumably with visual imagery, without ever having visual experience, who's to say that the same cannot happen with blind subjects? So there was another study that said that actually fetuses also dream. Okay. And that was really interesting because I thought, gee, okay, so you could probably have a fetus. If you think about it, okay, maybe someone who's 20 weeks, 25 weeks, mm. they've done studies where their visual, I guess the eyeball movements and their patterns are replicating what is dreaming. Yeah. And I thought, okay, well, that uh, that puts it a little bit different. It's like, okay, well, do you even need any visual input or any external input to even be dreaming? Is that something that you your brain can just make up without any external input at all, without yeah. it just being quite fresh, um, or to ge- even generate visual imagery for it. And I was like, oh, I guess it made me think, you know how sometimes you listen to um, inventors and they'll come up with an idea that kind of comes out of nowhere? Yeah. And it's yeah. just like you just have this thought process or this sort of spark to go, oh, okay, well, maybe I should do it this way. Kind of makes me think, well, you know, those individuals, they might have that sort of idea or understanding and it doesn't have to be that they've seen that happen or that's been encountered. It's just they just sort of dream onto it and the subconscious just kind of works works our way. Mm. Um, but anyway, I was surprised by that particular study where it talked about the fetuses dreaming as well as blind people from the side who could also dream. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you'd, you'd wonder what like the benefit of a, of a fetus dreaming is. Um, like would it help them in the world in any way or is it like just something that's passed on through through humans and it's like just a side effect that we dream for whatever reason for yeah and like so then like it's like passed on through evolution them. is just something that we do as part of a subconscious like it might it might even be a thing of you know as we sleep and we go from conscious to subconscious and it's just that you know that layer of REM sleep and, and whatever is to the beginning your mind just kind of goes free synapses and connects wherever it wants to and it's just that's the the result is just your memories sort of mel- melding together, doing whatever they want and creating things until you wake up again. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it, yeah. yeah. It, was, it was interesting. It was an interesting mm. piece. Um, have you got any memorable dreams? Any memorable? I know we just talked about um, Tiger. There's your Harry Potter one from last yeah, night. Yeah, I do. I do. Uh, there's one that stuck with me for a long time. Mm. Uh, so this was in grade three or four. Mm. And there was uh, a fat guy called Jamie who we used to tease and, and he'd chase us around. Jeez, and them Jamie. It, it, was, it was funny because like he was a really nice bloke, but um, he wasn't like, he was fast, but um, he wouldn't like play around with us much. Okay. But if you teased him, he'd get really angry and then chase you and then you could play Tiggy. And so, oh, yeah, okay. So that was like, I did, it was not like I enjoyed being mean to him. I just enjoyed playing. You, you and, wanted to play. Yeah. So this is like hot, where, tip, hot tip for everybody listening to this. <laughs> yeah. So um, my my uh, yeah. So and it wasn't like bad teasing or anything. Um, but anyway, uh, I had one dream where it was his birthday party, hmm. and we were we were teasing him, and he he chased us up like this this cliff, like this overhanging cliff, and um, uh, I I jumped off the cliff to escape him, hmm. and uh, while I was falling, I, I somehow had a bazooka in my hand. And I turned around while I was falling and there was a cow falling with me and I shot it with the bazooka and it exploded. Lord knows why that's that stuck with me for so <laughs> long. But I vividly remember that dream to this day. Wow. Okay. Uh, so, that, yeah, that's that's one that stuck with me for, uh, for a long time. Interesting. Okay. Here's another one. Would you prefer to never dream again or continue dreaming or dream like every night? But do, you see, do you see any positive effects from dreaming? Yeah, I suppose so. Like, get some interesting stories. Mm-hmm. Um, I, th- I think there's something to be said for uh, it being able to, like, yeah, make new connections in your brain when mm-hmm. your brain's sort of, like, switched off. Yeah. So, you know, people say um, they have, like, their best 
like clarity moments when they're in the shower. Mm. And I think the research, there is research out there saying the reason for that is because you're not focusing on like that hard problem at work or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And it's like allowing yeah, your brain you to space. Yeah. Maneuver in different ways that, um, and I guess be a bit more creative than, than you would be mm. when you're focused solely on it. I wouldn't be surprised if dreams did similar things. Um, mm. And I think you can, like wake up and, and have like a good idea or something. Yeah. Um, uh, I was also going to mention deja vu. So okay, yeah. I, I think a lot of deja vu would would come from you having dreamt, and because we're I guess we're doing all these dreams, you mm-hmm. know, six dreams a night, whatever, and they're super long, but you forget them. Yeah. I think they're still s- stored somewhere in your memory, and so when something in real life does happen and you're like oh like i've seen this before yeah i i would say that's almost definitely like just something you've dreamed about Ooh, okay, something that's interesting. very yeah something very similar mm. and that's why you get this real similar feeling to it because yeah the deja deja vu situations i've had mm. have all been in like places i'd, I'd frequent or uh, yeah okay. I, I don't think it's ever been somewhere entirely new for me mm. it's always been like yeah, somewhere I've maybe seen once or twice or something like that. Yeah, okay. No, that's interesting. I haven't really thought about it that way. I always thought with Deja Vu, it was a case of where you were in a location that you've been to before or whatever, mm. but because you've got so many memories of that particular scenario, something just happens that has a couple of effects that are all similar and you put it together in your mind thinking yeah. that it is something that already exactly has happened, but maybe it's three or four memory patterns that have happened and you've sort of just combine them into one yeah but it could be similarly i guess with the dream state where you've had a particular dream where that happened mm. or something like that happened and you, in your mind just sort of process that being like oh that's actually something real that occurred yeah when maybe it hasn't actually yeah. occurred although with a dream when i was saying whether you'd want always or not i often have it when i'm stressed at work or i've got something really on my mind that'll translate to my dream and then I'll just keep thinking about it, which I probably wouldn't want to do. So yeah. um, some particular hard project would be happening. And when I go to sleep, I'll dream about me doing the project or doing calculations uh, or doing yeah. something like that. Yeah. And then you'll wake up feeling tired still because your brain hasn't really had the time to just sort of like yeah. lay back and not do that. Yeah. Because sometimes, sometimes it's good dreams. Yeah. And sometimes it's a good time to dream and you know be restful. But sometimes I feel like some dreams can just be completely abhorrent to that and just be terrible to yeah, use. I, I had that when I was working. Like mm. I'd, I'd feel that uh, I'd, I'd definitely not super regularly, but yep. probably at least once a month where I'd, I'd, I'd dream about work. Yeah. And that's when it's like, oh, God damn. I okay, well, here's, here. here's one of my, my final questions that I thought about. Dreams. So we're talking about dreams. And we think dreams, nice, all cool. Yeah. But they also include nightmares. Yeah. So have you had any any particular nightmares that you remember that you've noted down or anything you've gone like, oh man, I just didn't want to think about that at all. Um, no, I've, I've definitely had nightmares. Definitely mm. had ones where I've, I've woken up and been, yeah, just like scared shitless. Yeah. Um, uh, I do remember one particularly where, <laughs> so dumb. Um, <laughs> we, I was with my family and we're in like a golf buggy uh. and we're just driving around a neighborhood and we do like we do one turn and we see all these lions. Mm sitting down on the on the grass and we're like oh how pretty the lions and stuff that's cool yep um and elephants and all sorts of other stuff and we do a big loop-de-loop and then come around them again and this time they're angry and so <laughs> we start getting chased by like lions elephants and stuff and yeah. there's a tiger and i just remember yeah we, we go up like a ramp and the tiger like jumps three stories high onto a building yep. and it's like we're flying through the air it's right next to us like running on a building trying to catch mm. us uh and then i can't remember what happened it like jumps on us we all scatter and it ends up like that classic scenario where it's like me holding onto a building with one <laughs> hand the other hand grabbing my brother stopping him falling from two stories yeah and like the tiger's down below and waiting and like i, I just lose my grip and, and he falls and he down goes. That scared me shitless. But yeah, I wasn't I wasn't enjoying that dream. <laughs> God. I uh, think most of the dreams that I've just gone with the nightmares were the ones where normally it's in the winters, I think. Uh, yeah, probably in the winters. But essentially I'll be I'll wake up and it'll be something about if the person was like uh, chasing me or someone was shooting at me or someone's like trying to find me and I'll wake up 
but the dream still hangs around there. And as I'm sitting up in the room, it's like cold, it's dark. Yeah. And you start hearing noises and it's like almost like prevailing. Like, is it still happening? Is it still going? Yeah. Yeah. And then I'll often have to go back to sleep, but I'll just start thinking about something else random and be like, okay, stop thinking about, just be like tree, tree, tree. Yeah. Slurpy, yeah, coke, to... just to put your mind, you know, at a, at a different sort of pace, something like that. Yeah, for sure. That that would definitely mess you up. Mm. Um, and I can imagine people with like recurring nightmares mm. that would play a real big effect on the psyche. Uh, I could see well, that. I'm just trying to think if you had just every night you went to sleep nightmares. Yeah, I, I wouldn't. You would. I'd oh, definitely that... yeah, not choose. Does anyone? Yeah, dreams. does anyone listening to us that has done like had multiple nightmares in a row like over a couple of weeks? Like that would yeah. be interesting to hear about because for sure. for I don't sure. think I've ever had that. That would be horrid. Yeah. It wouldn't be yeah. a thing I'd want to do with. Um, so when you were mentioning this subject, one of the things that came to me was, was Freud and mm. his sort of theory that I guess all the dreams, are your, I guess like unrepressed desires or mm. they are actual, like they're meaningful and yep. you should interpret, interpret your dreams. Um, in said manner. Yeah. In a, yeah. In a way to like, I guess uncover more about yourself. Do, yep. you, do you feel like that's a a valid uh, theory? I think it is. It, I think it is. Not that I do it because I don't recall them yep. nor do anything about them. But I think it is because it's still you, your subconscious, making those dreams happen. So, yeah. like I was saying, recurring dreams. Sometimes you have recurring dreams because of a reason. Like there's something repressed or something you haven't dealt with. Yeah, that is the reason you're you're having those thought processes. But similarly. Is your brain producing a lot of this imagery, a lot of these things? There's going to be things in there that are meaningful to you in, in some form or another. If you were, I think it's the, the whole thing where, you know, people who dream about flying, it's something to do in relation to you wanting to be free, yeah. or wanting to be flexible yeah. or something like that. Whether it's directly relevant or not, I think looking at it and understanding and being like, okay, well, I'm having 300 dreams about flying. This probably means something. Yeah, There's probably yeah. a meaning here somewhere. Does it mean that I've got to be flexible or does it mean something else? Who yeah. knows? But maybe you should think about it. Maybe you should I like don't... take some kryptonite <laughs> and, or like get that kryptonite out of your house and yeah, stuff, yeah, flying stuff, stuff flying around. I don't subscribe to the fact that I know there's like particular descriptions for a dream. So uh, like yeah, they'll be yeah. like, Oh, if you have this dream where a tree falls down and, yeah, you're, and, and your a man, house... There's a man with an axe that rep- represents like death the, or d- the third moon uh, of, of Jupiter is in the certain position. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. All that out. stuff, yeah. You should if watch you... out for snakes on nah. this day. Nah, I, don't subscribe. I don't subscribe to that at all. Like, that's that's just dumb to me. I, don't, I, I, <laughs> yeah. don't, I disagree with that completely. Yeah. I think it's just silly. I would say that realistically, if you're dreaming about stuff and you want to find out about it, then you should just be... You know, thinking about it from your own perspective and put that towards what does actually mean for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I've, I've, I suppose just for me, like, I've, I haven't been able to see like a pattern in what's happening in my dreams. Mm. So much of it is just random, like non sequiturs. It's just, it's like, like, you know, well, one, I mean, your your tiger story, right? What is that trying to tell you? Yeah, I, I'd say like the a couple of things I could point out would be. If I'm being chased in a dream, it's mm. usually by animals. Yeah, okay. Um, oh, here's another good one. Um, my I bought for Andrea a a koi, uh, a small mm. um, guinea pig with with like alpaca hair yep. when I was in Peru, uh, and I gave that to her, and it's like you know just floating around the house somewhere. Uh, that thing attacked me in one of my dreams, mm. and it became like a little spiky thing. Uh, attached to me and I'm like trying to shake it off and it's just not going off and I finally shake it off and it gets onto the other arm. Yeah. It's like biting into me, it has these like bright red eyes and stuff. Mm. So that's that's like an, a recurring thing yeah. and I'm pretty sure that occurred because these people right up here <laughs> out the back had a had a dog and it uh it bit me on my very first day of school. A nice. tiny little white poodle. Uh and Goddamn poodles. Yeah, and that's uh, that's. I think that has like actually scarred me a bit yeah, in okay. the sense that dogs maybe like dogs can sense I'm not 100 percent comfortable around them, mm. and so then they start acting weird, and I'm like, look at these freaking dogs, they're all acting weird around me. So you know something along those lines, mm. um, and but that's like something I already know as yep. well. So I don't know. I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure there's uh, some some real good. Uh, dream interpreters out there who oh, would uh, 
I'm sure have, that, that, that yeah, yeah, with you yeah. for sure. Yeah, <laughs> you could leave them like. 20 or 30 of your past ones and they'll be like yeah. oh, oh you're destined to be the next yeah. Justin Bieber another one will be like oh look <laughs> yep. dude's the next person that lifts 200 kilo squats yep. he'll never do it though <laughs> <laughs> one last point uh, one of the things I've also read and, and seen people do actually is they'll want to be efficient so everyone wants to be efficient in life but they'll want to take it a step further and they'll want to dream about a particular thing that they want to learn about Okay. so yeah. they'll be like okay I'm trying to learn about sea turtles or a particular turtle type. So what they'll do is they'll try and read a lot before bed. They'll uh, like watch a documentary or some particular thing. Yeah. And they'll try and force themselves to dream about said topic so that you reinforce that through in your... In your I guess the memory. Yeah, in your memory of it. So you'll, yeah. you rethink about the turtles, the stats, the things you're doing. And I'm like, okay, I wonder... I'm trying to think. I, I'm not sure. I haven't seen any stats or any research behind it, but I know that people do do stuff like that. Yeah. And it makes me think of when we're really stressed and thinking about studies or work, like you kind of do that already. Yeah. Whether it's reinforcing it or not, I'm not sure. Mm. But if you could, would you try to do something like that? To try to be efficient as you're sleeping or dreaming? Because you can also get like the headsets where you get like noise coming through as you're sleeping. Yeah. Like I remember back in the day, osmosis was was still hanging Mm. around as like something you do. Like, you know, you, you play a tape of of someone oh, talking yeah. and, you know, and you'll learn while dreaming. Mm. Uh, yeah, I, I don't I don't think there's any scientific backing to it. Backing no. of that. Um, I've, I've never thought about actually trying to learn that mm. way in the sense of like cementing knowledge yeah. in your brain. I would be wary of that because I'd, I'd say you're more likely to get things mixed up and like start cementing stuff that's actually wrong. True. Mm. Uh, one of the things I've, I've been thinking like other than... Uh, like if I started to lucid dream yep. on a regular basis, what would I do? Uh, I would definitely love to experiment like with flying and, and trying mm. to like alter the, like I guess, the, the landscapes, yep. the, how I'm seeing or smelling or hearing things. Uh, but I would actually like to try meditation in there because that's something you can, it's sort of just, um, it's not something you only need yourself for that. Yep. You don't need external stimulus mm. um although in a dream it would be like what would you actually be taking in um that would be very interesting yeah meditating while you're dreaming yeah so i if i did that i would i would definitely you, love to give have that you a try. read about anything that that, like that before that sounds I've, super interesting i've heard sam harris just mention it briefly but nothing like like a big yeah. topic on it or anything because i wonder and i know this is not the dreaming piece of it or topic but i wonder if the meditation would be even deeper in a in a dream state I think it would, you know, I, I would say like if you're doing it correctly, it should probably be the same as mm. if you're in real life. Yeah. Uh, but it could take on some, yeah, definitely weird aspects right at the start. Yeah. Because you'd still, you'd still just be like trying to, I guess the, the goal would be this, like the, as much as there is a goal of meditation, it'd be, you know, taking note of the present moment. Mm. Like what are you feeling, hearing, seeing, blah, blah, blah. And just recognizing these are like all inputs coming in. Yeah. So, you know, if you take that step back and you're in a dream and, you know, maybe weird stuff is happening, mm. or weird stuff, like the same stuff is, I guess, happening. It's not like your your body's creating new senses uh, while yeah, you're in yeah, a like dream. Yeah, yeah, Although yeah. potentially, I don't, I don't know. Oh, that, that would actually interest me. I'm going to do a bit of research on that after that, if anyone's actually done that, because yeah. that just sounds... I'm sure there's people who... Yeah, who that just sounds that. nice. I'd be keen to hear... Some first-hand experience about that. that. Yeah, that's how you reach the god level. Yeah, the god Thor. level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we can't probably talk to them. That's not me, immortal. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't want to that's... meet anyone who's done a hundred points more than me on the yeah, uh, yeah, fitness no, no. challenge. <laughs> They're on a hundred and two. <laughs> that's what happens when you, when you start um, <laughs> meditating. When you dream, and you yeah. hit hundred and two straight away. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. plus hundred. You just meditate it, and it's like it shows up on the board. Yeah. Like, god damn. Yeah, no. So from a dreaming perspective, there's only a couple of those topics I want to talk about. So I know. Um, yeah, there was the, the journaling and stuff like that. So if you if you are keen in understanding more or like remembering your dreams, probably take that on. Yeah. Have yeah. a pen and paper next to you as you're sleeping. Remember yeah. them. Whether you actually, it sounds, sounds like, you know, don't overload it. Don't overboard yourself. You're going to find yourself spending like half an hour uh, doing it at the end of, mm. uh, well, the start of every morning. Yeah. Although I know that some people, and I even thought about this doing it myself, I'll have a particular dream. And I've I have actually written down a dream once or twice. And the reason I did it was, oh, that particular idea that I had would have been a really good book 
I was like, oh, yeah. that would be an awesome book. I just, I just have like a random <laughs> idea. And then I never pursued it, obviously. Yeah, yeah. But to people out there who are autistic, perhaps you might have a, a dream that you go like, oh, that could be like a, a thing I could turn into something. Because like, imagine if you had the Harry Potter dream, but it was like 10 years ago. Oh. Pre-Harry yeah, Potter. Yeah, yeah. yeah then you could have been like, oh, Snape. Yeah. What a... A billion. <laughs> yeah, I, I wouldn't mind a billion dollars. Yeah, yeah right. just here and there, you know, yeah. help you dream better at night. Yeah, I think, uh, I think it'd be interesting talking to more creative people as mm. well about dreaming because, yeah, you and I are very similar. Very, yeah, very um, analytical. I think we our dreams would be... Well, they just—they're probably constrained by by our own beings of who we are. Yeah, like so. When you were talking mm. before about like the concentric circles yep. and stuff like that, all of my dreams are things that I think could physically happen in the real world. Yep. Um, you know, with maybe some slight, you know, tiger Variations, jumping yep. two stories or something, but they're not like out. They're not so bizarre that it's like I have no idea what that thing is. Yeah. They're, they all seem to be physical objects moving mm. around in in space. Yeah, like I definitely want to hear a creative tell me something like, yeah, blue turns into a new color. Yeah. I yeah. don't know what it was. And I'm like, I just like, yeah, what, what are you yeah, talking about? That, that's, that's too much for my brain. It wouldn't be able to handle that. Uh, Very good. The, the other thing with lucid dreaming is, because um, we were talking about it mm. so much, uh, I guess there's like two steps in it. The first step would be remembering your dreams. And yep. the second would be reality testing. Mm-hmm. And so that's trying to, a way to induce you in your dream to realize that it's a dream. Yep. And so um, dreams actually have a lot of properties um, in common mm-hmm. and it seems to be common a- across most people. So a couple of the reality tests are things you do in like when you're not dreaming now yeah. so that when you do it in a dream, you'll, you'll do it and something different will happen. Yep. So typically in dreams, uh, you can breathe underwater. So if you're in an in a dream underwater, you could probably go underneath the water and say like, okay, I'm going to test this out. Mm. And if you can just breathe under there, um, side note, <laughs> don't try and breathe it. If you're in real life, real life, <laughs> these reality tests have to be done in a dream, yep. not in real life. <laughs> well, I mean, you go underwater and, and like, you'll feel the pressure. You'll feel what, yep. like, I don't know. You'd probably be able to describe it better. Swim or one. Mm. Uh, if you turn on a light, Typically, it won't turn on super quickly. Apparently, it, it usually is like a warm glow. It's like on a dimmer switch almost. And so it gradually gets yeah, brighter okay. and brighter. Um, I've heard that's something to do with like your visual cortex while, while dreaming is like something's shut off. And so it can't handle like sudden changes from dark to light. Okay. Uh, another one would be uh, your fingers and your hands. Yep. Yep. So if, if you look at them, you'll typically have like more fingers, the back of your hand will look weird and mm. like, it'll just be bizarre. Yep. Uh, if you look at a piece of text, look away and then look again, uh, the text will be different Okay. Uh, and say different things yep. or just be like a jumble. Same for digital clocks. If you mm. look at a digital clock, note the time, look away, look again. It'll be different It'll as well. It'll be different. Okay, interesting. Uh, there's a couple of other ones as well. But, but, but those noting as well, so like with the hand one, you I think you've mentioned before was you would do that to get you in the habit. You would do the whole hand checking really often through a day Yeah. so that when you dream, you'll get used to being like, oh, let's do a hand check. Let's do a reality yeah. check. So, so I'm doing that nowadays. Like mm. I'll, when I remember, yep. I'll, I'll just yeah look at my hands. Usually I'll like look at them and then I'll also try and, push my fingers mm. through my hand because apparently yeah. that's something else you can do. You can just like... Just throw through. Yeah. 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 Um, and yeah, I used to do other stuff as well. Like, yeah, if I'm near reading mm. a book or something, when I remember, I'll look away and look at it. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, yeah. But yeah, that's um, hasn't worked for me so far. So mm. we'll have to come back to this, I guess, in the, in the future and I'll, oh, I'll if let you, you know. If you 100% do. can do a lucid dream, I reckon we should have a discussion, like even if it's short... Just a little discussion on like what was it like? Yeah, how did two. it go? Part two. How how did dream dream part two and yeah. actually lose a dream? Yeah, the, the real experience. Yeah, yeah, awesome. yeah. That would be cool. That would be cool. Okay, very good. All right. Well, that's not that's probably all the stuff I had of it around dreams. Nice. Um, so hopefully, it's a couple of tips, things, interesting stories, and probably yeah. items that people can take away if they want to try their own lucid dreaming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Um, there's, there's plenty of resources. Of, yeah, so many resources. Although uh, I've been looking for books on lucid dreaming and there isn't actually that much. Mm. Um, yeah, it's, it seems to be like a, a kind of like, I guess, just topic that hasn't been super explored yeah. that much. A couple of, you can find a couple of studies on it, maybe like three or four books written yeah. about it, but it's not like... But it kind of sounds like steps would be like, literature. one, start 
noting down your dreams to at least help you remember them as you keep going forward yeah to do some reality tests both in the dreams and reinforce yeah. it in person i think your yeah. way as well is uh, a way of getting into them as well yeah, yeah. Like it's the, like sort of waking up at a um i think the prime time's like one to three in the morning yeah forcing yourself to be awake that's you know obviously slightly different because you've got your eyes open and you're experiencing subconscious movements in the real life so yeah. it's yeah. slightly different but i think that that one's not so much it is lucid dreaming but you can also do out of body experiences with mm. that because you're subconscious and you like start doing whatever yeah so if anyone tries that yeah there's plenty of stories out there as well so <laughs> plenty of things yeah now fitness challenge Oof. fitness challenge now get it out of my face miss down you've been away for a little while have you given it any thought any chances considering i have not done any exercise for two weeks uh, that's a no. Uh, I did. So we did our first workout today yep. for, well, two weeks for me. Mm. More like, yeah, almost getting the three with the Christmas period. I didn't do that much. Yep. Uh, I felt good on that first 1K row mm. until I hit 400 meters. And then? And then, well, like, well, I did 600 and I yeah, had 400 yeah. left. And yeah, that, so I was on track for that. Yeah. And then I just, poof, yeah. just exploded. Yeah. Uh, everything else, now it's going to take me a while to get back into stuff. So, yeah. I'm not we might see that number not enjoying the next couple of uh, fitness updates oh no, he picks up the pen he picks up the pen and he's gonna put it back down. oh is he gonna put it back down no oh no he's gonna wipe it down let's let's just hold on to that he's only got rid of the eight so far so I'm not scared yeah that's uh, what I thought. unfortunately it's 19. 19 19 just the one point just the one point I did achieve the pull-ups so I had a monthly okay. goal that I was like, nice. I am going to get these pull-ups. Good. I was getting closer. Uh, this particular day, the first in the first minute, I did twenty-nine pull-ups, and I was Ooh. like, I was like, this is on track. This cannot be. This has to be the one. Yeah. And I kind of paced myself, making sure like, I didn't push it too hard, so we didn't die. Yeah. 46, 46 pull-ups. Nice. In that's three really minutes. impressive. So I was like, oh, that at the very end, I still I started to feel it. I was like, oh, I'm slowing down, but yeah. it was good. The next one's supposed to be fifty, and uh, ah, it's only four more. It's only four more, but <laughs> that was that was like a miracle first minute. That was yeah, yeah. You, I, you I sometimes need to just have that day where it's just it just everything feels really good. So, yeah. anyways, I'm still four four points behind. Still, unfortunately, that's all right. So it's, I think we'll, we'll we'll bring it back. So yeah, I think you're gonna have a, a couple of weeks to get into it. Yeah, my knee's starting to get better. Yeah, that's good. Definitely gonna get that. I'm, I'm going for that one k, run under three thirteen. Is it no? It's three sub. 315 yeah so i think it's doable which will put me right on track with with the points and then we'll see we'll see where that goes so nice 1923 all right well episode 17 dreaming hope you guys enjoyed that if yeah. you want to keep listening subscribe if you're watching a video do it tell us who if current hair growing back looks good or not uh, it's it's too long now it's too long to now it. you gotta you gotta shave back yeah, right i'm up. doing it straight after this oh really yeah. oh there you go well there you go for, for people who are going to watch this in the next uh video you'll see him clean a little bit cleaner 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 all right that's it Come cool. out Karen out